0: Hey friend, I just got to ask, how are your priorities lately? Did your calendar and bank account truly reflect your words and intentions? We started this Priorities for a Fruitful Work-Life Balance Thursday series last week on episode 186, when we addressed whether or not what we say matters really does, and why the right priorities matter as Christians. Then we dove into the first priority, our faith walk which should be at the center as the foundation for all the rest. Feel free to go back and listen to that episode because that's where we laid the foundation. And today, we're going to address two more priorities that we as Christian women entrepreneurs need to think about rightly, our service, AKA business, and our stewardship, AKA finances. One wrong belief I've come across frequently in conversations with other Christian women is that success in business and finances is worldly and should not get so much of our time and attention. But that's not what God says, because those are two areas that can be very fruitful with Him. So in this second episode of the Fruitful Work-Life Balance Series, let's look at what God's Word says about service and stewardship, how busyness can get in the way of fruitfulness in these areas, and how to make them a God-honoring priority. Are you ready to increase your impact and income with me and Him today? Good. Let's do it. Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list, it's a disordered heart and a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business, from launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community. Oh and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you you just need to get more organized, and chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, You'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years. And I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then, God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use his truth along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar because I'm gonna show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? So, on a recent episode, I introduced the concept that you are a CEO, a Christ empowered operator of your with God business. And that means that He is your chairman of the board. So, let me ask are you showing up like a CEO with a clear mission and vision from God to increase your impact and income in your business? And are you making decisions and taking action on how to build your business to build His kingdom? A wise and successful CEO faithfully redeems her time to work hard and stewards what she earns from her work not for her own glory but for his now let's be honest there are a lot of business coaches out there showing you how to get more followers grow your email list increase your conversion but I believe to make the best use of your time and have a fruitful business it's not just about the latest trend to point and dance or to write and speak it's about doing business with God And that starts with your heart. Because when you have a well ordered heart, that makes Him your top priority in both life and business. And then you'll have a well ordered business and well ordered finances that are abundant and fruitful. And you'll be able to live fully present in this season because your life doesn't crowd out your business, nor does your business crowd out your life. Do you want to know how to balance all the things in midlife and business with His grace? Be sure to follow the Redeem Her Time podcast because we've got a four-day series coming up the first week of December called CEOs Don't Wait Till January 1st. Each day, you'll find an episode on the podcast to help you think and act like the CEO God says you are, to balance life outside of work and work around your life so one doesn't take over the other, to be efficient with your time to work less hours, and eliminate 90% of your business to-do list and only tend to what matters. Plus, I'll be hosting a live open house to learn how the CEOs can connect with a community and coaching for both personal and business growth and accountability. And my friend, let's not keep this to ourselves. So would you do me a favor and right now go leave a five star review. So that way, more busy Christian women entrepreneurs can find the series too. And while you wait, be sure to join the Redeemed Midlife CEO Club to start getting faith centered resources delivered right to your inbox for free head to redeemhertime.com forward slash CEO, or click the link in the show notes. So about your service and stewardship. It's true. Busyness can often get in the way of fruitfulness for God's glory in our work and finances. That is, if we are focused on our own interests, these areas can take up a lot of our time and bring up a lot of wrong thinking and feeling. And these areas can become too much of a priority because then You might be working and storing up out of pride for your comfort, saying, look at me, world, and what I did. Or you might diminish your work and earning out of guilt, not wanting to be seen as too successful and in the limelight. I don't know about you, but I want to be a good steward of the time, talents, and resources that God has given me through my business to invest in his kingdom and hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. So here's what I want to tell you today. It is good to work and to earn and to invest what God has given us. When we do our work and our stewardship with faith at the center, it gives meaning to the mundane and greater purpose to the outcome of increasing our impact and income. Ever since the garden, God called us to work. And when we work, and work well, there's a transfer of value that builds our accounts. So it's actually a sign of God's favor on our work and why David prayed in Psalm 90, verses 16 and 17, Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Do you remember the book, Your Calling, Here and Now, that I read from last time? I found this very fitting, as he reflected on Psalm 90 as well. Here's what he says. We pray that our work would be marked by weight and significance and continuing worth in the eyes of God. This longing for meaningful work that makes a difference is something that has been placed in our hearts by the Creator, and God must always remain central because all things are from him and done to the glory of him. As such, he goes on to say, vocation means we can celebrate the work of a business entrepreneur. That is, we can celebrate their talent and ability and skill and appreciate that their diligence and work led to outcomes where it is entirely appropriate to say, well done, you did it. friend." I can't wait to dive into the rest of this book as one of the books in the book study that's gonna be housed within the new Redeemed Midlife CEO program coming soon. So stay tuned. So now that we know that hard work and success are not only intended by God, but blessed by him, let's dive deeper into each of these two priorities. What is our service? Well, ultimately it is the work that God has called you to do to serve others with your business, whether that's offering a product or a service. And it's what you're called to do with that business in this season. If you're like me, at one point, my service was working for a school district as a teacher, then working at home raising and homeschooling three kids, then working again for a system by subbing and tutoring, and then 10 years ago, working for myself by starting my own business. And that business has grown by leaps and bounds over the past 10 years as I've grown and as I've leaned in to listen to what he has called me to in this season, which is what you see today equipping busy Christian women entrepreneurs, juggling all the things in midlife and business so they can make the best use of time and go from busyness to fruitfulness. This is the work that I show up to do every day in this time and in this place. And chances are, as I grow and the Lord leads, that may look different years down the road. So let me ask you, what is the work that he has called you to in this time and in this place? not what it should be or what it could be, name what is, and why it matters to use your talents and expertise to build his kingdom. Next, how does our busyness affect our service? Well, work can be a tricky priority because it has has the potential to keep us from giving time and attention to our other priorities, our faith walk, our relationships and our family and friendships, our wellness, our passions, even caring for our dwelling, When we look back to the fall, we see that work was affected by our sin, making it burdensome as a consequence. No, now work is not all joy and fruit. It contains a lot of pain and weeds, and it can tend to take over our time or get shoved to the wayside. Because here's what I've seen in my own life and in the lives of other busy women. See if you can relate. When life gets busy, it's easy to push your business to the side because there's no boss to please and no time clock to punch. And on the flip side, when business gets busy, well, it's easy to push your life to the side because there's not a clock out time and no commute to transition home, which tends to be the direction that your pendulum swings when life gets busy. We can also get busy working to build our comfort in our kingdom, and in our busyness, lose sight of the greater purpose that God has given us in our work. But even in our busyness, our work is still from God, and it is still good, because, as it says in Breaking Free from Busy, Jesus restores and redeems our work, because through Christ, our work has eternal purposes. That's why believer's work is different from the work of those who do not know God, because believers use, God is, uses believers to do our work for his kingdom. While work can still be hard and tiring, believers can labor with joy, knowing that their labor in the Lord is not in vain. And as it says in Colossians 3, 23-24, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as a reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. So, now that we know that it matters and we need to be on the alert for how busyness can get in the way, how do you make your service through your business a priority? It's simple, actually. View your business as a gift from God intended for His glory, to build His kingdom, and to love others well. And when you work, work heartily, And when you don't, lay down your work to rest and then pick up those other priorities. That's going to include auditing your business to-do list, like we talked about a few days ago on episode 187, as well as making decisions as a Christ-empowered operator, aka a CEO, balancing the roles he's given you in life with the ones you have in business, blocking off those hours when you work and when you don't to invest in other things, and building out your workflows to make the best use of your time all of which we will cover on the four-day CEOs Don't Wait Till January 1st series, so stay tuned. But for now, start with these three questions about your service. Are you ready? Number one, how has God called you to work in this season? Number two, how does the truth that your work matters to God and his kingdom motivate you to prioritize your work? And number three, how can you prioritize work without letting it distract you from other priorities? I challenge you, brainstorm a few ideas and then pick just one to start with. And if you're doing excellent work through your business and increasing your impact, you will see an increase in your income. That's due to the principle of sowing and reaping. So now let's turn our focus to stewardship of your resources. All right. So Lissa, what is stewardship? Well, stewardship is taking good care of that, which belongs to someone else. That includes anything we have on this earth because, well, we didn't come in with anything. It doesn't belong to us, even if we think it does. Our time, our money, our talents, even the earth and its resources. For our sake, we're going to focus on stewarding finances. And let's be honest, whichever category it is, it's only because of what he has given us. And we can't take it with us. In the story of the master and the servants in Matthew 25, the master entrusted his money into the care of three servants. Now, he didn't give them very specific directions, at least not that we know of. But based on his response when he settled accounts with them, his intention was not for them to hide it away for safekeeping, but to invest them to bring a return to build his kingdom. That's why it wasn't about how much each servant started with, or even his percentage of return. But it was that he invested it and got a return that could build the kingdom unlike the one whose account balance stayed the same. So, this stewardship includes what we earn and how we spend or invest it. And by doing so, we value the gifts that God has given us. Regardless of how much is in your business or personal account, you are called to honor the Lord with your finances and trust Him to provide and to bless. Not that we do it to get something from Him, but in His hands, it's always more than in ours. Proverbs 3.9 says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. We honor the Lord in our stewardship when we give from our first fruits, not our leftovers. One example is that part of my With God business vision is to use Redeem Her Time to give back to building His kingdom in a significant way. You may or may not know that I have traveled to Central Asia three times with our church over the past few years to help support those who are doing the work to spread the gospel and love the people of that area. And on those trips I've observed and heard firsthand how women are often in difficult marriages, but it's really hard for them to get out because they have no way to provide for themselves. So thankfully there are ministries that help give them shelter and necessities, teach them about their worth in God's eyes and what a relationship with Jesus looks like, and also teach them valuable skills to have a business that helps provide for them and their children. I don't know all the details yet, but my prayer and plan is to partner with these groups and to give 10% or more of all that comes in to redeem her time, to help these women fill their cup so they can pour out, even in their difficult situations. But even that being said, I have to be honest, it's really easy to sit over here in my comfortable home with my overflowing closet and my full fridge and still feel like I need to have Amazon bring me something else to be fulfilled but God is teaching me to be a steward of his resources, especially as he increases my impact through redeem her time. So what about your stewardship? How are you earning, spending, and investing with eternity in mind? How can you use what you earn through your business to invest in building his kingdom that will last? So on to how does busyness affect our stewardship? Too often we let busyness keep us from being intentional about our finances. We make rash decisions without thinking things through because, well, we felt rushed and pressed for time. Or, we don't take the time to create a written or digital budget for our spending, or to check in with it on a regular basis to know the condition of our flocks, like we talked about back in episode 179. Or, we're simply too busy to cook dinner or sew a button back on, so we head to the drive-thru or ditch the perfectly good pants and go spend more money. My friend, is that spending wisely? In the eternal scheme of things, probably not. Maybe we should slow down our yes when it comes to money and consider carefully how God would have us to invest our resources. So how do you make your stewardship a priority? Again, it's simple, but not always easy. You spend and not just, you don't just spend, but you invest. So see, you can spend money on a lot of things that really don't matter a few years, months, weeks, days, hours, or even minutes afterwards. And what do you have to show for it? A cute top, a new wall hanging, a convenient dinner. Just look at your credit card statement to see how quickly things add up. Or you can invest your money in a few things that will bring a return days, weeks, months, and years from now. And if you're investing in things that matter for eternity, like your local church, a ministry, a hurting neighbor, it will produce a fruitful return in hearts of glory and thanks to God. So where will you curb your spending? And, where will you increase investing? Here are three questions to consider around your priority of stewardship. Number one, what does it mean to be a good steward of your finances? Number two, how does busyness keep you from fruitful stewardship? And number three, what are some practical ways that you can prioritize stewardship? Again, I challenge you to brainstorm a few ideas and then pick one to start with. These priorities of service and stewardship can be really challenging, because often they reflect what's really a priority in our disordered heart, ourselves. That's why starting with a heart and what God says about it will then guide you to taking right action with how you invest time in your business and invest money in what matters. And my friend, I want you to know that you are not alone in this journey to getting your priorities straight. It may take us a lifetime and we'll still not always get it right, but that shouldn't keep us from taking the next step. So here is today's community question. What is one way that you'll prioritize what you are called to in this season in either your stewardship or your service? As business owners, since these two can be so closely connected, perhaps your ideas can go hand in hand, like my vision to pour into the women in Central Asia from my business. I'd love to hear what God is calling you to in these areas. So come share inside the community at redeemhertime.com forward slash community. And if you want access to resources to help you grow in your business and finances, as well as balance work and business with right priorities, be sure to follow the show so you don't miss the series, leave a review so others can find the value too, and join the Redeemed Midlife CEO Club. So that way, you can start getting resources in your inbox to redeem your time in your with God business. Speaking of doing business with God, let's pray. Dear Father, we acknowledge that all we have is from your hands and for your glory to build your kingdom. Forgive us for making it all about us, in our comfort, and our value, for wasting the gifts that you have given us. May we work with all our heart for you and our business and not for ourselves, because it is you that we are serving. And may we honor you with our wealth and the first fruit of how you are blessing our businesses, so that way we can pour even more into others. Thank you for entrusting the gifts of our business and our money into our hands, even knowing that we will not be the best stewards of it at all times. But Lord, You can redeem that and you can give us greater purpose, even in these seemingly worldly things. So, we thank you for the work you've called us to do and for the way that you have um, blessed us through it. May we use it to build your kingdom for your honor and your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what He has called you to in this season and in light of eternity follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this hey before you go i pray this episode blessed you challenged you and moved you to take action so what was the one thing god showed you today i'd love to hear so would you take a minute to leave a review on apple podcasts it makes my heart smile and that way i know you're liking the show and it helps other busy christian women just like you Find real life answers to. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15 minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.